0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, June 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's State Lines. Tariff impacts growing on California ag. Mexico exploring options to advert tariffs. Purdue pitching disaster raid. Adding up the impacts of Chinese tariffs on California ag. As we reported yesterday, there were plenty of concerns expressed during a state hearing on international trade this week. A joint committee of legislators heard from UC Davis economist Daniel Sumner, Almond Alliance of California, the Wine Institute, and the Western Growers Association, among several others. Here's a recap on the most noteworthy damages adding up the impacts of Chinese tariffs on California egg. Tree nuts? Walnuts 60% below the price of a year ago. Pistachios about the same thing. But the only other export competitor, Iran, saw its worst year for pistachio production in history. U.S. pistachio exports were stable but needed higher prices this year to make up for the previous years of lower prices. Australia has rapidly pulled almond exports from other markets to saturate China, increasing exports there by nearly 2,000%. Australia is taking advantage of the $74 million the U.S. has spent to open and expand that market over the last 10 years. For the U.S., shipments to China are down by 40% from a year ago. For wine, the Chinese market, which has grown by 450% over a decade, instead shrank by 25% by the end of 2018. In the first quarter of nineteen. that trend nearly doubled. The combination of tariffs and taxes are now at 93%, almost doubling the price. The Wine Institute's an in conference says we're in an environment where our competitors have significant government subsidies. The U.S. industry received just 3% of what the EU industry gets for supporting marketing efforts. Conference said that would take another decade to regain the placement and sales back to China. Over that time, California wine would lose out on the development of that market. On tech, Courtney Jensen of TechNet said high tariffs on tech products are hurting farmers as well. She listed robots, sensors, cameras, fuel cells, specialized batteries and applications for cloud computing and artificial intelligence as goods becoming more expensive during a time when farmers need better technology. U.S.-Mexico talks continue. There's still no word of a deal to avoid a new trade battle with Mexico as of last night. U.S. and Mexican negotiators were still struggling to reach an agreement on migration controls that would prevent the Trump administration from levying tariffs on all Mexican goods. Options are still being explored to address the growing number of undocumented migrants crossing through Mexico, according to a Mexican government spokesman in a tweet after Foreign Secretary Marcelo Brard was spotted leaving the U.S. State Department yesterday. The U.S. stance is centered on immigration control measures, while our focus is on development. We have not yet reached an agreement, but continue to negotiate. Yesterday, the second day of talks taking place under the threat of tariffs, in the U.S. ag sector and farm state lawmakers fear that would derail efforts to ratify the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement and spark Mexican retaliation. President Trump is reportedly considering a new national emergency declaration in order to impose those tariffs. W.N.M. Chairman looking to press Senate GOP. House Ways and Means Chairman Richard Neal says he's going to introduce a resolution of disapproval that could kill the tariffs on Mexico if President Trump goes ahead and imposes them. Now, keep in mind, Neal's resolution is clearly aimed at rationing up pressure on Senate Republicans. Many of them have been sharply critical of the tariff threat. But it is not clear how many would actually vote to override a presidential veto of the resolution. The president's proposed tariffs would hurt American workers, businesses, and consumers. According to Neal, a Democrat of Massachusetts, he said commandeering U.S. trade policy to influence border security is an abuse of power. Purdue pitches newly signed disaster bill. Ag Secretary Sonny Purdue will be in Florida and Georgia today to promote the long-awaited disaster relief bill that President Trump signed into law yesterday. Still waiting on some key details on how the bill will be implemented, but those mostly have to do with the prevented planting and stored grain provisions added to the bill to benefit the Midwest. Newsom's response? Well, the governor thanked President Trump and Congress for bringing much-needed relief to communities impacted by wildfires and other natural disasters. And on that note, new research this week from UC Extension specialists shows that water sources and rangeland for cattle downstream of the campfire were not heavily impacted by contaminants as had been feared. EPA science advisors may challenge WOTUS. EPA's Science Advisory Board, an outside group of experts that provides input on the agency's regulations, has decided to prepare a formal comments on EPA's proposed Waters of the U.S. rule. What the board, which has about 40 members, will agree to say remains to be seen. But at least some members have questions about the proposal's scientific underpinnings, which would be the focus of the comments and not the legal basis. EPA says the proposal, which reduces considerably the waters that would be regulated under the Clean Water Act, is based on legal precedent and policy. The working group presented its findings to the rest of the board yesterday, and they included the observation that the definition of jurisdictional waters and the proposal departs from the science supporting the 15 rule. SAB filed a very clear statement in support for WOTUS 2015 that followed the science established in the EPA's connectivity study. Independent consultant and SAB member Robert Merritt said of the latest proposal, he also said, They may have a legal right to do it, but the science isn't right. Now keep in mind, SAB's comments are unlikely to have much impact on EPA's final rule, which will hew closely to its proposal. Whatever definition the agency and the Army Corps of Engineers come up with will be subject of lawsuits that will take years to resolve. In the meantime, the question what constitutes a water of the U.S. could continue to be a difficult one to answer. Now, how does it impact California? Well, maybe not much. The Water Resources Control Board and the legislature have been busy passing a number of policies and bills to maintain those water protections at the state level. Here's today's She Said It. As a former U.S. ambassador, I am unaware of any time in recent history that a president has used the threat of tariffs against a friendly nation to force action on a separate foreign policy issue In this case, immigration. That California Lieutenant Governor Alenikunilakis during the legislative hearing on international trade. Well, that is Daybreak West for this Friday, June 7th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.